Welcome to 18 Minutes of Workplace Horror Stories and Helpful Tips. We are Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, and this is Braving Bad Bosses. Jeff is the president of Wolf Prairie, a leadership and organization development firm. He doesn't even have a boss. And Todd is lucky enough to have the best boss ever, and I'm pretty sure he'd say that even if his boss wasn't listening. But over the years, we've both seen a lot oh, yeah. and learned a little. And we're not too shy about passing judgments and armchair quarterbacking the way things should be. So join us for a pint this week as we discuss The Touchy-Feely Boss, Part 2. This week we're going to circle back and revisit Episode 7 from Season 1, Todd, and it's about Pillboy. You remember Pillboy? Yo, Pillboy! Okay, we're not going to start that again. We never stopped it, Jeff. I know, I know. Well, Pillboy, just to refresh uh, people's memory, um, if you haven't listened to Episode 7 from Season 1, I'd recommend you go back and listen to that. Spoiler alert. Go back and make sure you listen Definitely to that. Definitely go back and further. listen to that. Before you start this one, because there we talked about Pillboy, who was a Yo, high, Bill Boy! Stop it, Todd. High-ranking politician who you know was in the news recently for being a little bit maybe too handsy over the years, uh, smelling hair, some of those kinds of things. We won't get, go into that. But what we talked about during that time was wanting to bring someone back in uh, to revisit this, maybe have a little bit longer conversation from a from a woman's perspective. Yep. A couple of a couple of guys talking about this issue was one thing, but. We ran into some interesting questions about that. We wanted to invite someone, and so we the had. The conversation seemed a little one-sided. It was a little one-sided. Yeah. But you're a hugger, and I was, I'm not as much of a hugger. We so. did have that two sides. <clears throat> so with us today, we're happy to, uh, to invite Leslie Anderson to join us. Yo, Leslie! <laughs> <laughs> Leslie is uh, the founder president of Beta Aquarii here in Kansas City. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're thrilled to have you here joining us. To, Thank you. Uh, to you know, as reluctant as we are to open this issue back up and talk about it, we're, we're interested in hearing your perspective. And I would love to give my perspective. We had a feeling you would. That's yes. why we invited you. So where do we start, Todd? I mean, how do we open this can of worms back up? I, you know, I think from my perspective, um, I, that, that conversation that we had has given me so much opportunity to reflect. And it's interesting that you said open it back up. It really kind of created it or started it open. And I've been aware, so sensitive and aware of every interaction I've had since then. And it really dawned on me that as a male, I have never experienced an interaction with somebody else initiating interaction with me that I felt uncomfortable. And so I just don't even know what that's like. And I'm, I, and, but every female I have talked to about that conversation has said, mm-hmm. oh, I've got plenty. Yeah. Let me share with that. And so I guess mm-hmm. I'd like to start there with maybe just sharing from your own past background and experience sometimes where you felt a little awkward in some of those touchy-feely moments. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Um, well, first off, you being able to reflect back you know, how impactful that last session was. And to, it, it sounds like it opened up a little bit of a blind spot, which, you know, I kind of think of it as any, any information to have to do with our health and finances and self-awareness is always a good thing. Sure, so but, he, but he's a really good hugger, Leslie, so it really wasn't, it's never <laughs> been an issue for him. <laughs> Everybody loves my hugs. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we're not so sure about that anymore. But you know, to the point, I think it is a little bit more common for women to be approached on the hugging front versus the opposite direction, women doing the approaching for the hugging. And, you know, in my experience, there, I remember there was a time several years ago, um, it happened to have been at our church, and it was a gentleman that I saw often, 
and one day he came in for the hug. Okay. And, and it it threw me off. Yeah. I wasn't quite prepared for it. Sure. Not sure I wanted to do it, but interestingly enough, I did it anyway. Uh-huh. And hmm. in the midst of that hug, I, it felt a little slimy. It, it really? felt just a little off kilter. And it was I, a little too tight. I mean, what was it? Why, why would it feel slimy as someone that knows you? I mean, it, I think maybe it it hung on just a little okay. long. Okay. Okay. And there was just not to get all ethereal on you, but it, there was like this vibe to it. This yeah, vibe just didn't feel right. Just didn't quite feel right. And I remember thinking at that moment, "Oh, that will not happen again." Yeah. Well, you know, guess what? The opportunity came up the following week, right. and I had this, already. This is an interaction that's going to happen fairly regularly yes, because the, the every week you're back together. If you let it, yeah. right? Yeah, the opportunity is 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 right. And interestingly enough, I had already set the I'd set the pattern. I'd sure. already uh -huh. consented yeah. by participating. Yeah. So which So even once was a pattern. Uh you in know a, in a sense I guess it is. I mean it 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 said consent. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I did it. Yeah. At least in my opinion. And so but I had made the decision I don't want to do this again. And so sure enough, he came in for the hug. And I just was like, mm, no, and I stuck my hand out. I just established new boundaries. So, so you and them. so you responded to the hug with a with a handshake. And that, that really sent a clear message then um, yeah. that you're rejecting the I hug. I shut it down. Is there? A, it <laughs> seems like you know. I thought you were going to say that you saw him coming and you and you stuck the hand out and you initiated the greeting with the handshake. I mean, that's a strategy, isn't it? That you could use if you wanted to set that tone and not yes. wait for the hug to be initiated, but. Yes. It's pretty tough to hug someone when they stick their hand out to you. They're sort of sending the message that this is the greeting that I'm that is interested in. I think that is one of Although every time I try to shake Todd's hand, he like knocks it aside. Right. I'm just getting, me, I'm getting more and more reflection coming here now. Oh, <laughs> no. I, should, I shouldn't go ahead and hug him when the hand no, shake yeah, comes no. up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uncomfortable. I had already kind of set up a pattern with this individual hugging them for the first time, but it didn't stop me from noticing how am I feeling right now? Yeah. This is my body. I'm in charge of my body. And I don't want to hug from this dude. Hmm. It, what, what's interesting to me about hearing the story, and I, I think there's, there's several elements that I think are worth breaking down out of this, is one is when you're caught in the moment. And so, you know, and certainly mm. as we've raised our kids, we've always tried to plan ahead for bad scenarios to take place so, so that they're not thinking through it for the first time and they're not caught off guard when they happen like that that preparedness mm -hmm. um and you can you just know, see you guys role playing around the kitchen table right exactly you know it, That's it's awesome. it, it's a little like the pink panther that we just jump out and surprise and attack oh, nice. at any point um but um the uh thinking about through those scenarios on the front end about being able to say how do i when I'm feeling awkward the first time around, stop this at that point, and what signals do I have, and how do I adjust accordingly? Any advice for others that are in that first part of that incident? I think it goes back to knowing yourself. Really knowing yourself. Knowing, uh, knowing where you have trouble holding boundaries, mm. knowing where you're a little too tough in this situation. It all goes back to self-awareness. Uh huh. Yeah, and like I think what you, that's what you're doing with your kids at home. Right. You're, you're teaching them differentiation. You're teaching them what's it feel like to stand on your own two feet and take care of yourself. Sure. And I think that's 
a number one. Yeah. And, can I give another example? Sure, absolutely. All right, so. You can give as many examples as you want. As, examples yeah. as, I want. as long as we're done in 18 minutes. All right. <laughs> so we. Uh, you can come back next week. We have friends yeah. who, a couple, and we have known them for a very long time. Um, hugs, my mm-hmm. husband hugs his wife. He has hugged me. The the um, the guys hug. I mean, always yeah. just yeah. very close relationship. Mm-hmm. And there was a celebration for um, not my husband but the other guy. And I went I went in to hug him to celebrate this accomplishment that yeah. he made. And um, went in for a kiss. Right on the right on my lips. He, he went in for a kiss. Went in for a kiss, mm-hmm. and I immediately drew back and said, "No." Well, that that's, I mean, I just called it out right. That there. literally sounds more like someone making a move. Like you literally said, "I've had my eye on you for a long time. We've been close friends. I'm interested in more than that." I mean, that mm. doesn't it? I mean, perhaps who who? Yeah. I mean, who out of the blue goes in for a kiss on the lips? Because you're congratulating them. I mean, I, well, unless there's it, a lot of alcohol involved, I don't think that happens very often. No alcohol. I, I just think the, and, and it has to be tough being on the receiving end of something like that because where you can see a hug coming from a greater distance, yeah. when you're coming in at that close, that's a, that's a tougher thing to react. And mm-hmm. it almost sounds like it was instinctual for you to just be able to react that, like, no, nope, I'm shutting this down right here. Right. And yeah. if you're but in the you middle in an of a hug, right. and then all yeah. of a sudden... <clears throat> Somebody's taking it another step further. Right, right, right. So we've we've had a couple of scenarios here where it, where you've had to really kind of intervene in and in put a stop to uh, either a hug or a kiss. Let let me let me <laughs> let me rephrase. Let me bring up an issue we talked about in the last session because I think I think I'd like your perspective on it. We talked about gender and we talked about. I shared an example of a time when I I was sort of encouraged by a female colleague to. Um, to, to get up from the table and give me a hug. And I remember thinking to myself at that moment, it didn't bother me, um, it didn't bother me, we're friends, but I remember thinking to myself, if I were coming to meet a female colleague and she was sitting down and I said, no way, you get up here and give me a hug, is there a difference? Is there a mm-hmm. difference between males and females initiating or receiving hugs? And, you know, I don't know if we really, we didn't re- resolve that. I just, I'm mm-hmm. interested in your perspective. Should there be a difference? Is there a difference? What do you think? Does it go back to it's, it's your body, you can sort of set boundaries regardless of what gender you are? I think it goes back to exactly that. Yeah. Um, I know there's a large social narrative happening right now culturally as well. Um, women basically gaining back their right to their bodies. And that's because it's been under ownership for thousands of years. So I think we are in the midst of that paradigm shift, but even underpinning a woman's right to own her own body, I think it is a human's right to own their mm-hmm. their body, know their boundaries, what what they want, what they don't want. So I, I think it's a I think initiating and accepting hugs and that whole um, that whole um, dance that happens mm-hmm. is really a it's genderless. Okay. Okay. Yeah. At least, that, at least that's yeah. my opinion. It, yeah, thinking about, and I'd, I'd love to hear both your perspectives around this, because as I've had time to reflect since the last time we had this conversation, and as much as I want to push for equality and all things, it seems like 
because of the dynamics that have existed for so long, um, and and you know, I would say that males have been more on the offending side, and uh, females more on the receiving side of that. Um, that women now have a chance for greater latitude on what they initiate. They can they can initiate they can initiate the stand up and give me a hug, where mm -hmm. it's not necessarily as appropriate for a guy. And I think mm -hmm. guys as uh, 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 men tend to be more on the side <clears throat> of having a greater latitude on what's receptive. That um, if we're uncomfortable as huggers, it's a little less offensive for us to receive a hug, um, or not as domineering as a female being yeah. having <clears throat> a hug forced upon yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, you know. We talked a little bit about this in the last podcast episode, um, but you know, my initial reaction was initially that there was a difference, that if you're a male, you have no business initiating hug with a female unless you know she's okay with it or she. Right. And then the power dynamic changes that even more because mm -hmm. if I'm an authority over in an organization at a higher level or whatever, and I am a male initiating a hug from a female, am I putting undue pressure on that person to agree to it because sure. they don't want to jeopardize their career or their promotion or whatever. So my initial reaction was no, it, you know, men especially not. But then over the last few weeks, as I've been thinking about this too, I'm like, mm -hmm. what? that shouldn't even really matter because what, what hit home was I've had men initiate bro hugs, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, with mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. and I've been uncomfortable with it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just not that touchy-feely. Right. And... Um, you know, mm -hmm. it, I wasn't offended by it, but I remember feeling that same sort of, I'd rather just, you know, we shake hands. Right. But the, So should I put my coach's hat on right now? Yeah, please do. Because, little, because, Socratic be, method because I'm definitely, now I'm like, but, so by my short story, my end, of, end of my end, my end of my long story is I don't think it matters. I think, I think men can be mm. offended by men initiating or women initiating and women can be initiated by other women initiating perhaps if they're just mm -hmm. not interested in being touched. Mm -hmm. So maybe it is genderless after all Genderless. but go ahead put your coaching hat on and todd would love to hear your coaching go ahead yeah good coach away <laughs> <laughs> you know i love todd. i'm only coachable uh, certain days of the week uh, yeah and, and today is not, not that today. day no, yeah. it's not go today yeah. he's got a window of about three hours yeah go ahead socrates <laughs> i'm listening socrates, socrates. <laughs> i'm not gonna coach you oh please <laughs> No, really. No, it's okay. If I, what would you, how would you react? I think I maybe just said the same thing okay, you did, that it's so, generalist. But. So, well, what I'm hearing yeah. in your story is that you have received hugs yeah. before yeah. that you were uncomfortable hugging. It so, wasn't you, Todd. Don't worry. I don't mind. So yeah. my question would be, okay, so what, what, um, what new boundaries could you draw to... You, to, in yeah. order to honor how you're feeling. You know, just hearing that coaching brings up an interesting question for me. Because here's, here's what, the no, no, here's what, here's what went through my mind. And I think this is going to be useful. Wand. No, I think this is going to be useful for listeners because I think there are others probably who feel the same way okay. I do. When, when a person is a hugger and they initiate a hug, male or female, doesn't matter. My mm -hmm. brother-in-law, my, you know, my best friend, whatever, my dad, my, whatever. If if I feel a little bit like, eh, you know, it's just that little uncomfortable, un bit of uncomfortable, mm -hmm. uncomfortableness, I, I, I internalize it and feel like this is my problem. Like, why should I, I shouldn't feel this way. I'm, I'm being, I'm the one that is being unreasonable here. Okay. Like I initially start thinking, what's wrong with me that I didn't want to hug? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? And so I, I, so I'm like, I don't, so I, so I'll force myself to hug sometimes because I don't mm -hmm. want to be that guy who doesn't want hugs. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? 
Uh, absolutely. Maybe so, there's other. So, so as, you're, as, you're, as you're sharing this, yeah. I, I immediately think this this gets right back to that. Oh, come on, give me a hug. Don't be such a baby, right? right? And I think the the fact of hearing hearing a fair a good sized strong guy. What do you call you calling me? I'm I'm saying right. you're a fit guy in the prime of your life. I'm larger than you. Yes, and you could kick my butt, no doubt about it. Not that I would. Though. Yeah, you couldn't catch me, but true. <laughs> True. But once you did, well, short I'd be distance, toast. Well, yeah. Short distance, I have a shot. <laughs> right. Yeah. So having said that, I'd be like, come on. But I think the uncomfortableness you feel on yeah. that is a totally different ball game of uncomfortableness of a female having a male give her a hug in the same regard. So there's I, other dynamics that go along with you that. You think so? I thought we just decided that it's genderless. You decided that. Oh. That's why I had to jump in well, on this our piece of it. Yeah. our expert decided. Our female expert also yeah. said it yeah. shouldn't matter. So I know we're getting. I, I, yeah. I don't think it should matter. Yeah. And, but I think if if whether it's the male or female, if someone is feeling uncomfortable with a <clears> hug, yeah. receiving that hug, or they uh -huh. don't want a hug, uh -huh. I I believe it is that person's responsibility to own that situation. Okay. And do what they need. Agreed. To, and do what they need to do. So communicate yes. how you're communicate feeling. Communicate how you're feeling. Um, some sort of you know. Put the hand out. Um, I think it. Yeah, I think it's their responsibility to take a little ownership of the situation and draw boundaries. Totally. So I, I do agree that uncomfortableness is determined by the person feeling uncomfortable. And if it's uncomfortable enough for them to say something, they should say something, and it should be respected. Um, I think as a person who is a hugger who is trying to find the right boundaries of when you initiate and when you don't. I'm going to push the boundaries with guys a lot more yeah. than I am with gals. And I, and part of that is. Uh, just kind of a what a norm is, but also what I perceive the uncomfortableness will be on their part. Well, that's Hell's Bells, guys. So it means, uh, Leslie, in case you didn't know, that means that it's last call. So we got a couple minutes to wrap up. And if it's okay with both of you guys, I think it would be really helpful if we bring this back to the boss situation, the yeah. bad boss situation, a boss who is a hugger, mm -hmm. is too, too handsy, whatever the issue is. And with you here, let's talk a little bit about about how a person who's working under a boss who is like this, male, female, doesn't matter. You could mm -hmm. be a female with a male boss who's trying to hug you all the time. You could be a male with a female boss who has taken a shine to you perhaps and is hugging on you, whatever. So the point is how do we, how do we, cope, how do we help people who are working in this situation? What, what advice can we give someone mm -hmm. who has, there is a power dynamic and they're ignoring mm -hmm. all of this advice? I definitely understand the the, the point of view that maybe there's a, a promotion or something like that and there would be some sort of reaction from having more clear boundaries. So in spite of that, I believe it's important to honor our personal boundaries. Can you give us an example of what you would say to a boss who maybe is just unaware that the hugging is uncomfortable? What, what would a person say? How would you put it into words in a non-offensive way that does set boundaries, but pre mm -hmm. preserves your career, if you will. I think it's said respectfully, and but it's perfectly clear. There's no mincing words. And you find the moment, it's private, mm -hmm. and just simply, hey, I'm a little bit more comfortable with a handshake. Okay. No apologies. Okay. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think it I, I think it is helpful to have it be an I statement that you know, hey, I'm yeah. not comfortable with this. I'd prefer a handshake mm-hmm. um, as opposed to so you. Keep, keep yeah. your hands keep to yourself, yourself, bro. <laughs> is not a good thing to say. Oh, billboy, keep your hands. Billboy, to yourself. yeah, back off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so using I statements. I statements. Hey, hey, boss. You know, I don't I don't mean to make a big deal out of this, but. It bugs me. It kind of well. It's a little bit. That language isn't good. I either. think even saying "but," there's some sort of underlying mm-hmm. justification mm-hmm. that I am honoring how I feel. But don't we want to soften it? Just a, I mean, can you soften it a bit just to try to maintain? There's no reason to. Okay. And I think if there's any flack yeah. given off yeah. from the boss, I am a big believer in documentation. Yeah. Yeah. So you document it. Yeah. So you think just you'd be professional, but you don't apologize for it. Oh, you no. just, but you, but you're asking for a change to happen. You're asking for behavior Ab- to change. Absolutely. And if it doesn't, what do you do? I think you document, and if after two times, three times, that you have, you have to make the request. Right. You have to make the request, and if the request is not being honored, um, I think it perhaps needs to yeah. be escalated. Well, just to just to bring in the HR side of the of the, of the house here. Um, Technically speaking, the definition of sexual harassment is unwanted physical contact. It doesn't have to be of a sexual nature. So I think, I think to your point, if you go to the, the harasser, whether it's your boss or a coworker, and say this is making me uncomfortable, I'd appreciate if we just sort of kept the handshaking. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't immediately stop, I think you then have every right, and you should probably go mm-hmm. get additional help. Go to HR if you have HR. Go to a, another another leader and ask for help because that could quickly escalate into a sexual harassment situation. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a much better strategy than wearing spiky clothes. You think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you own spiky clothes? No. Oh, I don't want to hear about it. If you do, that's that's <laughs> a porcupine suit. A porcupine suit. All right, so we got to wrap up, Todd. How do we uh, how do we get more of these great horror stories yeah so you know we're always saying we want to hear your bad boss stories but i think i'd love to also throw out i'm kind of catching jeff off off the side here on this but i think also we'd love to hear your stories of just awkwardness of either initiating physical contact or having uh received physical contact that you felt was inappropriate and particularly if you had a conversation with it and it resolved or didn't resolve we'd love to see how that played out so to share Bad Boss stories or to do that, go to bravingbadbosses.com and uh, super simple there to be able to share your story with us. That sounds good. All right, until next time. Yep. Thanks, right. Leslie. Oh, Appreciate you're welcome. you joining Thank us. Thank you.